What are you doing? I uh, just got home from night class. Sounds terrible. It, it basically is. What all did you learn? Um, I learned not to commit fraud. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, I think it's going to take me far in life. Hopefully. So it sounds like common sense to me, but... Uh... That's just me. I'm smarter than you, obviously. Well, we know that. That's why I'm still in school and you're done. Absolutely. Nick, before we get started, get too much into this, I want to uh, just give you a warning to be careful what you say today. Um, we don't really know who's listening, who's watching. ESPN doesn't officially own this program yet, but... Uh, before you decide to go out on a limb and call out Roger Goodell or anybody else in the NFL organization, I want you to think of twice because I don't want either of us to get suspended from our jobs. Hashtag free O's nose. Hashtag free Bill Simmons. I know. You, uh, it's kind of ridiculous. So I, I see you, you saw that, you heard about that? Nick, I don't know about you, but that sounds like fraud to me. It sounds like you're frauding your teacher of his or her time by not paying attention in class. Yeah, well, I think I'll get over it. Um, did you... Let me ask you this. Did you listen to Bill Simmons' podcast this week with Cousin Sal? I didn't hear it uh, until after Simon everyone's uh, after hearing the suspension. So you were not waiting on pins and needles for it to come out every Monday morning like I was, is what you're telling me. Uh, you were, so you, so you, were, you were not surprised by this? Oh, not one bit. He literally, he told ESPN to suspend him. He asked for it. He knew it was coming. I mean, Bill Simmons is a pretty smart guy. He, uh, he's not afraid of ESPN by any means. And one would argue if it wasn't for... NBA countdown, he wouldn't still be at ESPN. He doesn't need ESPN anymore. Uh, and it almost gets more hits than like half of ESPN's other sites. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's got he's built his own empire, what he wants to do. He's his own boss. He, uh, the only thing Grantland can't do for him yet is an NBA countdown set. Again, I say yet, like it'll ever happen. It probably won't. But I truly believe if it wasn't for NBA Countdown, he would no longer be working at ESPN. True, false, fact, or fiction? Yes, no. Oh, that's absolutely true. That's been, like, he, he said that's his dream job, and that's the one thing he's wanted to do. And now that he got it, I mean, he won't let it go. Uh, and rightfully so, I think he's awesome on it. But, I mean, there's just that's the only thing that a Fox, an NBC, CBS, they can't offer him. Yeah, well, for now, uh, I mean, no one else does NBA besides ABC, who was owned by ESPN. Is that correct? Doesn't ESPN have all the, well, 
pretty much, unless you go to NBA Network and stuff like that. But I don't think he would do that. He might though. Yeah, I think the, I think the funniest things I saw were just like some of the comparisons. It was uh, Bill Simmons' suspension was longer than Ray Rice's initial suspension. That was and, and Adrian Peterson and, combined. Yeah, and then also the fact that Stephen A. Smith got a one-week suspension for basically saying that Janae Palmer provoked getting hit by Ray Rice, and Bill Simmons gets three weeks for just calling out a commissioner. Yeah, it uh, makes a whole lot of sense, right? Yeah, clearly ESPN is a threat too. Yeah, I mean, and another thing about too is that Simmons, like you said, he's a smart guy. Like. It sometimes to really, you know, get all the troops in line. Like a manager in a baseball game gets rejected, you know, like he he knew what he was doing just to show how important he is to ESPN by basically daring them. You know, if they didn't didn't suspend him it basically means that he is number one priority for them. They do suspend him, look at the outrage that has now come on Twitter on everything you can imagine getting covered by the New York Times. Yeah. I mean it's just Literally everywhere. Well, here's the thing. I see it two sides. You're getting fired up, getting ejected, getting tossed, throwing your chair across the basketball court, Bobby Knight style. Makes sense. I'm all for that. But riddle me this. Jim Carrey, Riddler, the Joker, Heath Ledger, rest in peace. ESPN, who needs ESPN more? Or who needs, I don't, let me try this again. Does Bill Simmons need ESPN more? Does ESPN need Bill Simmons more? Maybe, 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 maybe exchange the word need with want. I I think obviously, like you said, the only reason that, and Bill Simmons wants ESPN is because NBA countdown. But really, other than that, I feel like almost ESPN wants him more. I almost would. I would almost very much disagree with you. If you know the history between Dan Patrick and ESPN, then you would know that they really don't like their anchors, their personalities, their their talent to become more than talent. They don't like them becoming superstars, which Bill Simmons clearly is the most recognizable. Besides Chris Berman, you know, he's the, he's the, Bill Simmons now is probably the most popular writer there, right? I mean, analyst, you know, for his voice at least. Uh, And ESPN doesn't like that. That's one of the reasons why they didn't really care that Dan Patrick Keith Olbermann left, because of the big show. Like, the big show became more than what ESPN wanted. They don't like these guys becoming. That's why you watch Sports Center now. You've got like Heather Zarniak doing the pick six segment, which is the most excruciating freaking segment in all of television. Uh, you know, you don't have these other guys. So I don't. Think, I don't think they really need Bill Simmons, to be honest with you. And. I mean, I, I think, think it's kind of funny. I like Simmons, but I think it's funny if he keeps doing this enough, which I, I love that he does it. I think he totally should. But that he might get uh, might get bit, and he might not never publicly say it, but I think he would be very disappointed if they were to let him go. Uh, I, I mean, I think initially he would, but I mean, he's got so much going for him. I mean, Dan Patrick now loves life more than he did at ESPN. He was. He's got his own show. He loves life more now that he's not at ESPN than when he oh, was. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. I like, but I think initially Bill Simmons might not like it, but I think it would almost be even better for him. He can, he can almost do whatever he wants. I mean, they said that you know, say I read someone like if he went to Fox Sports, he could be there like third in line for MLB games. You know, he could cover a wide variety of things. He oh. could do NFL stuff for him. I mean, oh, he absolutely. could literally be on any format they wanted because he is so recognizable. Oh, I totally agree with you. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, especially because the way it looks, ESPN seems to be losing all of their television deals, all their rights to Fox, to NBC Sports, to... 
you know, just about everybody. They lost the World Cup. They lost NASCAR. Um, they have one football game a week, you know, in in Monday Night Football. They've got college football, but Bill Simmons doesn't care about that. I mean, again, if it wasn't for NBA Countdown, he would already be gone. I mean, he, he's – the one thing about Dan Patrick is that it wasn't his dream job to be – a, a co-host or a, a sports center host, you know, like Bill Simmons again. Dan Patrick didn't write an 800, 900 page book about basketball, the sport of basketball. So, you know, this is kind of the peak for Simmons. I think he would do much better at Fox Sports or NBC Sports or something, uh, and hosting and being an analyst or even calling it whatever he wanted to do. But uh, it might take a few years for him to figure that out or to move on. But yeah, I don't. I don't. He doesn't need ESPN. They don't really need him. But who knows? I mean, again, I like Bill Simmons. I just think it could be funny that one of these days where they just kind of he pokes pokes them enough, which he does a lot. He he's not scared at all, and they might poke back and he might be caught a little off guard. He seems a little. He 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 seems like he he seems like he thinks he's invincible a little bit. Which maybe he is. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I don't, yeah, I don't think he's quite invincible. He's close. The only yeah, person there, the, the only person there that's invincible is Berman and obviously Ray Lewis, who can go out on uh, Sunday NFL Countdown and say, "Sorry, Ray Rice, I know how to cover up a crime. You don't." Yeah, just fan. I mean, they got they got a lot going on. A lot going on that you just don't know about. Um, well, that was a, a good way to start, Nick. Again, just be forewarned. I also want to remind you, not remind you, I want to throw a few numbers at you right off the top of the bat here. Um, first of all, this is our 33rd podcast, um, which you can't see me right now. Well, you can, but other people can't. And I just kind of did pay my respects, bowed down to the great Larry Bird, uh, our 33rd podcast, Larry Bird, Larry Legend. Uh, so I just wanted to, to point that out. I don't know if you've gotten nice words to say. Uh, I'm sorry, whatever. Okay, and that is this week's show. Thanks for joining me, Nick. I will talk to you never again. Anyways, also, i got a few other numbers. We started out, um, I think our first kind of back uh, Oznos 2.0 when we just started a few weeks ago, long or two ago, started out that first episode with some numbers. I'm going to throw some more at you. 16. It would be 16 days until ACL Festival. It's that close. It's that close. 143. Again, doesn't really pertain to you, but that's 143 days until I run a marathon. Okay. I thought you were going to spend something like Christmas or something like that. Ask me if I'm uh, ready for it. I don't know. There is no. Uh, and the other number that I gave you the first time was till Iowa football, but as we both know, that has um, that has already started uh, and maybe finished. Who knows? But it, did you know that it's 38 well, days until... Finished. Yeah, we'll get back to that real quick. But did you know it's 38 days until Iowa basketball starts up? I, I'm so excited for Iowa basketball. That's insanity to me. 38 days until basketball starts up? Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think I'm going to miss you know, seeing Roy Devin, but yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. Is Aaron White still on the team? Is he like 38 years old? He's one of those Iowa guys. It seems like he's been there forever. Kind of like when Greg Bruner was around and yeah. Jeff Warner. We get those guys that play when they're like freshmen and then they don't go pro, a la Ricky Davis. And then they just stick they go forever. pro, though. I know. I meant Bizarro, Ricky Davis. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, Iowa football. You want? Did you, did you happen to watch the uh, – the game on Saturday? It was it was definitely a roller coaster ride. So I'll take that as a yes. 
I did, indeed. I didn't ask if you went to Adventureland on Saturday. I asked if you had watched the game. Yes, you watched it. I it was a roller coaster. That's the sentence. I'm sorry. Can you please write my script next time? Like, my, 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 my. I thought I wrote it out pretty clear, but apparently you can't read. He's still going to school, but uh, sorry, you watched it, and it was a roller coaster. I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch the second half. I had to go to a class, not for school, but I was thoroughly shocked and surprised to find out that we won. Yeah, it was... You're yeah, it was an impressive thing. Yeah, um, how did we win, to be honest with you? To be honest with me, I don't know. CJ Beathard. Sunshine. CJ Sunshine. CJ Sunshine Beathard. Um, so, like, again, kind of, I need a little more than a one word, two word. What is that? CJ Sunshine Beathard. Four words. I need more than that to, uh, to tell me. How did we do it? Did they play bad in the second half? Did we play dominant? Was it a piss poor second half or what? Like, what happened? I didn't even really watch the highlights of it. I think, I mean, the team came out and just looked like a completely different team. I mean, they actually had energy. They actually, you know, just looked like they wanted to be there, and they actually wanted to win the game. The defense stepped up, and their running back, who walked all over us in the first half, and leads the nation, I think, touchdown runs, in, if not yards. And he just, they shut him down. Uh, Beathard came in and made some awesome, awesome plays, you know. The motions there. I mean, just really. So I think they scored with three or four of his drives, and you know, he even had some fourth downs. You know, the play calling, and it just, you know, he really looked looked good out there. Not to mention, we had a kicker actually make a field goal from 52 yards, no less. So that definitely uh, helped us out. All right, I wanted four more than four words, but not four thousand words. Um, no, I'm kidding, Nick. I appreciate that. Um, how did how did Rudek get hurt? Um, he got a hit towards the end of the first half uh, to his hip. I think some guy's helmet hit him, and um, he apparently came out of the locker room and just couldn't couldn't go. Um, and there's obviously conspiracy theories about like, oh, they're just yeah, claiming yeah, he got hurt. They actually had a play that he could go through and. Yeah, they just wanted to bring in Besser, and that was their excuse. Someone was like, I don't see any trainers around Rudock. doesn't seem like he's too injured. Yeah, I, so. um, the one thing that I did see was um, Kirk Ferentz's, uh post-game um, press conference, or not press conference, interview was what I saw like, right after the game. He was just saying how, yep, we're probably going to have a, contra- a QB controversy, which sure people are going to love to talk about next week or something like that. So I'm glad that he's kind of got a sense of humor about it. I was talking to uh, mom about it, actually. She thinks he's going back with Rudock. I think he might stay with Bethard, Bethard, um, Bavard, Beaver, CJ. And I think he's going with CJ. What do you think? I think he needs to go with with CJ. Um, I mean, he just, the team plays differently under him. There's just, you know, with actually having a big arm, you know, he opens up the field way more than Rudock ever ever has. And, you know, they both, and it wasn't just that they made, you know, play calls for long passes under Beathard. They were doing it under Rudock, and some of them, you know, they looked good, but he just, he doesn't have quite the arm as Beathard and the poise that Beathard shows, I just think that the team looks better and is able to do more running as well with him at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Rock this year. You know, we thought this year he was just going to be the next, um, you know, I don't even know, Johnny Manziel or Tim Tebow or something, but he doesn't even look like he, he, might be on that. he doesn't even look like Drew Tate out there, uh, for that matter. Um, uh, so I don't know what's going on, but I just want to see wins. I mean, I Beathard, I don't got to learn him to talk, but they do need to cut his hair. But uh, if he helps us win, spreads out the offense, helps us run the ball more, I don't really care. 
Yeah, I don't think Rudox even had really a bad year. He just hasn't had like a good year. I mean, he's been efficient. You know, he's yeah. like 66% completion. You know, a lot of teams, especially like Michigan, would be dying for that. But oh, he just Michigan. can't do much more than five-yard check down passes, which that doesn't do anything for the offense. So I was looking last week because I've kind of been trying to like keep tabs on the Big Ten, see how they're doing, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they're like a, a, a newborn, which is basically how they're playing. But uh, it was surprised to see that Michigan. I wasn't too surprised actually at first to see that Michigan was the only Big Team, Big Ten team that lost, until I saw that Indiana beat Missouri. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Very impressive. I couldn't. I mean, I watched. I watched even a little bit of it, and it looked like they were going to be in one of those games where the underdog, you know, plays a really good game for three and a half quarters and then just slips and blows it at the end, but that wasn't the case at all for them. Yeah. Yeah, they just, they played a really good game. It's like the first time, you know, Indiana has beaten a really good team, or I don't know, Missouri's really good, but, you know, beaten a decently good team. I think Missouri, their SEC team, I mean, Indiana doesn't beat anybody. Um... So, I mean, I think that's a huge win for Indiana and even the Big Ten. But um, I didn't talk to you about this before we started. I mentioned it last week or the week before. I want to do this quick. It would feel wrong if we didn't do it. We didn't do the beginning of the year. We did it last year. I want to go through pick Iowa's wins-losses in the Big Ten. We've got, uh, starting this week, we play Purdue. We've got, um, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight Big Ten games this year cupcake of a schedule so we think i'll give you i'm gonna not even give you much time to even think about it i just want you to rattle these off machine gun style give you like maybe 15 seconds to talk about it think about it be about it i haven't written mine down yet so we're gonna do this together nick are you ready i'm ready to rumble and beat you this year redeem myself from last year i highly doubt that but Saturday, September 27th, at Purdue, Iowa, 11 a.m. Who do you got? I have Iowa. Maybe even picking Iowa to cover the spread. but The spread is what, my gambling friend? I have no idea, but it's probably like obscenely high and then Iowa won't match. Actually, this is what we should do. We need to look up Purdue versus Indiana spread and see what it is. Actually, I don't even know about Indiana. Well... Actually, no, yes. Indiana would be a great one because usually they give us like 17 to 25 points. And there's no way we'll beat Indiana by 17 to 25 this year. Nick, yeah, oh, there's, there's absolutely no chance. Don't, let's not tell anybody about this. Hundo, hundo each, you and me. The day that we're down there as well. Dude, Nick, we're doing it. We're laying down a G-bar or something, a bean. I don't know what the gamblers call it. But we're putting down money on that. Um, so while I look this up real quick, eh, they probably don't have the spread yet. It can't be out yet. But, uh, dude. You know that we're really going to have to, if we do this on Saturday, we're really going to have to like treat them on Friday and Sunday. We're going to be going Iowa game. Nick, to... when you say them, you mean our beautiful girlfriends, right? Yes. Okay. I'm just checking. But, yes, you're right. We will take them out somewhere, like, really cheap and fancy. I mean, really fancy Friday, and then Saturday, we're just going to go to town. Fair enough. All right, so we're taking Purdue. We're both taking Purdue. Indiana, I'm still taking we're going to win, but I don't know about the spread, and that's going to be a juicy one. We might have to put money down on that. Fake money. I'm I'm in the same boat as you on that one. So double wins. Uh, Maryland, welcome to the Big Ten. Oh, I should say that that Indiana game is in Iowa City, so that uh, well, Mike, that would make me feel more comfortable betting. I think. What do you say? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, even against the, the the spread on Iowa, but uh, all right, Saturday, welcome to the Big Ten. Saturday, of course, October eighteenth at Maryland. Uh, welcome to the Big Ten, Terrapins. We gotta win this, right? I think we're gonna lose it. You think we're gonna lose? I think we're gonna win because we have to win. I think 
by, you know, this will be our seventh game of the year. By six games in, if we haven't found that streak yet, we're obviously screwed. But I think we'll, we, we'll have fun. We'll kind of figure out what's going on quarterback-wise. We'll be running the ball. I think we're going to be ready to roll, Nick. I just think, I mean, I'm always the most overly optimistic Iowa fan ever. And so it usually comes back to bite me because it's, well, Iowa. So hopefully, uh, you know, I think with Maryland having a bye before that, having a week to recoup after playing Ohio State and being at home, I think they'll be able to, uh, I think they'll be able to handle us. Nick, great feedback, but I told you keep it to 15 seconds. Appreciate it, though. All right, moving right along, Northwestern. I know what you're going to say. I'm going opposite. I'm saying we're going to win that. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't put that on. Yeah, I'd say we're going to win it as well. All right, Nick. Northwestern sucks this year. What? What was that? It's a, it's a Northwestern sucks this year. Oh, I think you said another awkward that starts with an F. All right, moving on. I'm not building. At Minnesota, Saturday, November 8th. We're winning that one. I agree. Agreed. Uh, at Illinois, um, November 15th, that's got to be a W. I also agree. Nick, we are pretty much neck and neck besides you thinking that we're going to trip up against Maryland. Um, comes down to the last two games of the year, Tuffies versus Wisconsin versus Nebraska. Both in Iowa City, Nebraska, obviously, Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, Nick, but I think this is the classic Iowa Hawkeye football season. I'm probably going to go over 15 seconds, but I make these rules so I can break them. This is a classic Iowa football season. Come out of the gates, cupcake schedule, win first two, kind of slow, kind of rocky, trip up against Iowa State. Figure it out, come back, win against Pittsburgh, go on a streak, win, rattle off five, six wins, and then just shit a brick against Wisconsin or Nebraska. I'm saying we lose both of those games. And hopefully, maybe, make it to a decent bowl game. I think I think we're going to pull off one of those two. I think uh, Wisconsin's quarterback situation isn't really a, the biggest thing. and All they do is run the ball anyways, but... Yeah. I think with it being at home, I think we have a chance to win that one. But I think we'll we'll lose in Nebraska this year. Really? Yeah. I was thinking if any of those we would beat Nebraska but lose Wisconsin. But uh, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to win both of those games, but I just don't see it happening. I just uh, – Wisconsin – I mean, Nebraska has, you know – like Abdullah, their running back who's just phenomenal, and they have a, a quarterback who, you know, can, is the dual threat, which is an Iowa kryptonite since forever, it seems like. So you so, just said that Wisconsin and, has a bad quarterback and a – oh, wait, you said we're going to beat Wisconsin. Okay, sorry. I got that yeah, confused. Yeah, they, they, they have a bad quarterback, and an awesome, they have the best rush team in the nation, but their quarterback's terrible, and they have a – you know, decent run defense, and if we can even semi-contain those running backs, Nick, I Nick. think we can hold it out. 15 seconds, all right, dude? Come on. Follow the rules here. All right, Nick, so it looks like we're pretty much similar. Um, you've got us, we, we've, what, we both got us uh, winning six of those six. eight games, which is... A respectable bowl game. I mean, that's a decent season. It's not what it should be, but uh, 9-3, we'll, we'll take that. You know, you might make the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. Uh, and you and I can enjoy some Buffalo Wild Wings. Did you hear that news? It's no longer the Capital One Bowl. It's the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. Wasn't Buffalo Wild Wings like a, a crappier bowl? Probably, but that? apparently we've gone there enough. they got enough money they can afford a better bowl. Fair enough. Capital One must be uh, struggling a little bit. Yes, sir. Dee Bob. All right, Nick. Um, well, that was fun. Uh, I think we're above anything. We just got more excited that we're probably going to win a bunch of money against Indiana the weekend of ACL. I think that that weekend, which we already thought couldn't have gotten any better, just, just did. did. Better. Absolutely. All right, Nick. 
that's all I got um, for this. You ready to play some games? Uh, ready to beat you. That's what you mean. You didn't sound too confident there. We didn't talk beforehand, so um, we didn't figure out who's doing which game here. But it's concerning the fact that I've done the Who Who Are You every week, and you've done IMDb Top 4 Working Title. I'd say we'll just stick with that, huh? Not, if it's not broke, why fix it? If it ain't broke, do not ever fix it. Let's play some games. Theme song, please. That's why God made the movie. Top four. Top four. Top four. Movie game. Movie game. <laughs> All right, Nick. <clears throat> Give me your best shot this week. What do you got, my friend? What are we? You, explain this. What are we doing first? So the first game is I will give you three clues towards an actor of what movie he's been in after he played. Actor um, or actress. And a progressively get a actress. Sorry, we're not Texas. And a progressively get a little, a little bit easier, at least in my mind, a little bit easier. And hopefully you can uh, pull it out. Nick, my man, can I ask you one thing? Is that a yes or a no? Said yes. Okay, that actually leads in clearly to my question. Can I ask you to speak up louder, please? Yes, most definitely. Thank you, my friend and brother. Brother, more importantly than friend. Um, all right, what do you got? All right, so first, this actor played Brian Gamble in the movie SWAT. Nick, I said speak up, not get softer. Thank you. I thought I talked to the exact same level I was. Like I said, louder. You still can't hear me? No. I can hear you, but it's just very soft. I would like to hear you louder. And more importantly, when I beat you in this game, the guy's name is Josh Charles. Thank you and good night. Josh Charles. Is that not right? I don't know who that is. Josh Charles is the bad guy in SWAT, so it's definitely got to be. Give me your second clue. I know who it is. Alright. He played Hawkeye in the movie The Avengers. Ah, darn it. Darn it, darn it. I was thinking of the wrong bad guy in SWAT. So Josh Charles, actor of The Good Wife, show on CBS, America's most popular network, is was the guy who was on SWAT and then went bad and joined up with this actor named Hawkeye in the Avengers, real name Jeremy Renner. Wow, good job. Nailed it. I'm impressed. You always, think you, you always think you can get what? me with these comic book action hero Hobbit movies. I know. You're like, you're branching out. You're becoming a different, a different person than what I'm used to. You know what, Nick? I hit the playbook hard. I study very hard during the week, off week, and uh, I'm just re- I just came ready to play today. What was your third clue? Let's see if I can still get it right. The third clue is going to be a gimme to you. He played opposite of Ben Affleck in the movie The Town. Uh, wait, the town? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 sorry. It's been a while since I've seen it's, that, I mean, unfortunately. I know, you love that movie, though, so I figured you knew. Classic movie. All right, Nick, yeah, well... Yeah, it could be that, or it could have been a Born Legacy or Mission Impossible. It's yeah. been kind of... Or yeah. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I heard that uh, they were supposed to do a new... Uh, a newborn with him being born and then like Matt Damon would kind of poo-pooed that idea and was like no I'm Jason Bourne so they're doing like two Bournes I heard yeah well at least right now um they are kind of at where basically it was supposed to be done by Justin Lin who is the guy who did Fast, Fast and Furious yeah. and Jeremy Renner 
we're going to do their own. And, and they basically got Paul Greengrass and Matt Damon to be like, well, we're going to do one. So I don't know if they're going to like scrap the, the Jeremy Renner one. or I know that Paul Greengrass definitely is trumping yeah. Jeremy Lin. I would hope so. I would hope so. Alright, yeah. whatever. Otherwise, otherwise, the porn movie will just have way too many explosions and cars and Vin Diesel. It would, that, would, that would make for a good movie, though, to be honest with you. True. All right. I haven't seen a bad one yet. So I got the best of you there, Nick. Let's see what else do you got. Let's uh, move on to IMDb Top 4 Known For. Which, disclaimer, is not as easy as you think, right? <laughs> I think your track record proves that. Oh, no, this game is thoroughly easy. I just take it easy on you. This actor he used to watch his VHS movie on repeat. It is Denzel Washington. Wait, what act? What movie did I watch on repeat? Training Day. Yes. Oh. Is he known for Training Day? It is number one known for. I would freaking hope so. Best movie of all time, Nick. You know you picked an easy one here for me, right? Like, this is my... Denzel's my boy. This is my sweet spot. So, yeah, I wanted you to think it was your sweet spot. I wanted to try to give you one that was close to your heart because you usually get mad at me for pulling all the ones that, I, that I'm a big fan of. Nick, you know, you know my style, too. I like to tell you what he is known for and what he's not known for. Can I give you another one he is probably... Not probably. Another one that he's known for. So I would appreciate that. All right. He's known for the Book of Eli. No. What? <laughs> I thought that was gonna, I thought that was gonna be the like the dark horse one. All right. uh, when you say it with such confidence too, and then <laughs> I thought that was I thought it was the dark horse one. Uh. All right, and so if it's not Book of Eli, it's going to be Man on Fire. Yes. All right, that that's that's the one. that's the the like the fourth spot, the dark horse one. That's a tricky yeah, to, to be to be to be uh, to be nice to me. That's like that's a tricky one. That fourth spot, you know. The cleanup hitter. The cleanup hitter. Man on Fire. This. Whoa. This quickly, you know. I take offense to that. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm commending you for your. I know you're just saying, but I'm just saying. Um, all right. I I don't feel too confident about this one, but I feel confident enough to tell it to you. I think he's probably known for American Gangster. He is number two. Yes. Those are two of my favorite movies of all time. Uh oh, man. Can I tell you one that he's? I would I would guess might be that other dark horse, but I don't think he's known for it. Flight, obviously. I'm just kind of you know spitballing here, just telling you my my rundown of how I know all about Denzel Washington movies. So you think he is or isn't? No, no, no. He's not known for Flight. I'll tell you that right now. You're you're, you're correct. I hope no one's known for the movie Flight. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that good. This, uh... He's got to be known for this movie. Just got to. Ah, no. I don't know. I I don't know if he was known for it because he wasn't that big of an actor. He wasn't, like, the main character, really. He kind of was, but he kind of wasn't. Was he known? Mm. He's known for He Got Game. He is not. What? Really? Come on, really? Out of all the movies, Didn't he... you think that would be the one? Dude, that's such a great movie. Didn't he win an award for that? I have no idea, but, I mean, there's just, you gotta think of some of his other movies. Okay, well, you got Remember the Titan. I mean, you got Remember the Titans. That's good, but I don't. He probably didn't. I don't know. He, he he's, I don't think he's known for that. Uh, John You're Q right. was great, but I don't 
think he was probably known for that. That was still kind of at like the beginning of his like peak. The Bone Collector, that's a classic. I doubt he's known for that. I mean, he scared the crap out of me. What are some of his more recent like? He was like primed and just like cranking them out there for a while. Like he was just on top of the world. They had that like silly safe house movie, which I kind of liked with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I never saw it, but, uh, but Ryan Reynolds and Charlie Cooper. Two of my favorite actors of all time go up for this third, fourth, and final movie. His third that he's known for, but the fourth that I have yet to name. Two of my favorite actors of all time. And no, it's not Jodie Foster. It's Clive Owen and Denzel together in Inside Man. Hi. Congratulations. That's your, I think, your first one. You got them all four. Whoa. That's, I don't know about that. We'll have to go back and check the tape, but thank you anyways, Nick. I appreciate that. Um, actually, that's a great I movie. I didn't know if you've seen that movie or not. I uh, I've seen that movie quite a few times. I I thoroughly enjoy that movie. I just I don't eh, I I just would have thought that like he got game would have been ahead of it. I suppose, but he was great in in that. Yeah, this movie was pretty awesome. I don't know if this was. I still think there's other movies that I would have picked over. I still think Remember the Titans should have been there. Yeah, I mean because that's like a kid. I mean because I don't know. They're all kind of the same. Not quite the same but American Gangster Training Day are almost the same type of movie so you would have thought they would have put in like a kids movie or something we still need to figure out by the end of this like how the top four is actually decided yeah well maybe we'll look into that sometime ever probably not though but maybe um for board yeah but uh yeah that'd be fun to look into it that might make it easier for me though to be honest or harder who knows it would because uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Nick. I really stumped, stumped the Schwab here. And uh, I, I kind of, uh, uh, I don't want to say. You look like a fool. I, I don't want to say embarrassed, because I don't know if that's the right word, but I definitely made you look like a fool. Yeah, I'm, I'm not proud of myself. You know, I'm going to go home tomorrow and just, you know, sulk a little bit. You should, absolutely. Um, to make you To make up for it, would you like to play my game? Uh, I would like to redeem myself. It's a special one. Um, let's hear a little theme song first. Here we go. Where were you? Yes. Gets better with age like a fine wine. All right, Nick. This is a good one, but I'm going to, uh, I want to change it up on you just a little bit. You're pretty smart. You're a smart guy. Uh, that was a great, great TV show, Disney, back in the day. You guys remember that? Um, you know, I, I feel like sometimes you nail it right on the first clue. Is that, is that, uh, fair to say? Yeah, you know, sometimes you give me some softballs. I would, I don't say I give you softballs. I would just, again, I would say you are a Disney Channel smart guy. So, um, I'm just going to give you one clue this week and I'm going to expect you to know it right off the top of the bat. This one kind of has a theme to it, so it's uh, we're changing it up a little bit. It's kind of fun. Uh, so I'm going to see how you it do, all right? Fun in the past. What's up? I said it hasn't been fun in the past. Well, it's been fun for you because you've been getting them right, and it's not fun for me. I want to stump you. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so this is a good one. It's a special one. Actually, I want to I want uh, I want to play that theme song again one more time just to get super pumped about this. All right, here we go. You All right, Nick, here we go. Are you ready? Clue, person, thing, number one. Wait, you said you're ready? <laughs> okay, sorry. Number one, projected to go eight and eight this year. You are already a quarter of the way there joining 12 other teams so far this year with two wins and one loss entering week four. America's Dallas Cowboys. You are the Dallas Cowboys of America. Congratulations, Nick. That's one for you. I 
was also after I said that I was expecting you to pick one of the other 11 teams <laughs> just to throw me off there. No, 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 no. This is a straightforward type of game. Nick, number two. You're on a roll so far. Let's see if you can guess number two. You lead the NFL in rushing yards and have yet to been convicted of a felony so far that this season. You are who? Well, the second part of that clue really limits my number of running backs, but uh, I think I'm going to go with DeMarco Murray. Yes! Ding, 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 ding! DeMarco Murray. I don't know if you guys can pick up on the theme yet, but I sure can. What would you say, Nick? It's crazy what happens when a coach actually calls play for you. It is crazy to think about. Nick, are you ready for number three? I am, I am. Last week, you had the second highest QBR in the entire league, second only to Matt Ryan, who played against possibly a JV team? Question mark? Yeah, I mean, I would only hope that this would be just based on the other two things. would be Tony Romo. That is correct! You are Tony Romo. What's that? I said I thought Andrew Luck had a better one than he did. Well, there's a quarterback rating and there's a QBR. QBR, I believe, is calculated by ESPN, which, in this instance, I love them. But, yes, he had the second-highest QBR last week. Fair enough. And if you couldn't tell, the theme is the Dallas Cowboys and how we are on a path to the Super Bowl. Can can we play the tapes from two weeks ago? (laughs) When you were talking about the first overall pick, uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go back to that real quick. The Cowboys are probably the worst team in the entire NFL, and I'm pretty sure. I'm not pretty sure. I'm rooting for the number one pick next year. Okay, that's exactly what I said, Nick. You are right, but that was before we beat. Two top caliber teams, in my opinion, the Tennessee Titans and the St. Louis Rams. And now now move on to play the New Orleans Saints. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we're looking pretty decent. Oh, absolutely. I I mean, mean, the defense still looks like crap, but... Well, yes and no. Um, I... Against numerous, I'm going to actually say dozens of people's uh, transgressions, I started the Dallas Cowboys in fantasy this weekend in defense, and I won. And they actually scored me nine points. And I'll tell you what, that's 18 points more than their counterparts who I was playing, the Carolina Panthers. So we can't be that bad. Fair enough, because Carolina's supposed to be like the second best defense in the league or something like that. You would think so, but either way, Nick, I'm feeling great about my Cowboys. Uh, yeah, with absolutely reason to. Things are you know, looking really good for I mean, so far. I mean, I, I, I'd almost hesitate to talk about it since your Colts are, you know, one and two, but... Uh, are they one and two or are they zero oh and three? I, I forgot. If we play the Jaguars, we're basically just giving week three. I would give you like zero uh, oh and a half in two and a half games. Thank you. Like I said, JV team. They actually are. So I wanted you to think that we were going to talk about the Cowboys for a while until uh, the very end there, and um, just again to let people know. Hate on Tony Romo as much as you want. He did throw three terrible interceptions in the first game of the year. But he's not a terrible quarterback. It sucks, but I only know this because I'm a Cowboys fan. Like, that's the one of the number one bar bets in the entire world. You go into any bar, go up to some dude, give him something about Tony Romo, some stat, you're guaranteed to win 100 bucks. He'll probably punch you in the face, but then give you the hundred bucks. But you will win that money, fair and square. I agree. That's all you have to say after that diatribe. And yeah, 
don't even know if you're going to keep going. I didn't want to stop you. Well, oh, I was this. just taking a breath, but, I mean, but sorry, go ahead. But, I mean, yeah, he, de- he definitely makes some boneheaded plays, but, you know, it's just like, I mean, not to compare him to the, to Brett Favre and like, completely, but I mean, the Favre was just, you know, made some really stupid plays, but also was really good. You know, I feel like Romo has a little bit of that same thing where, you know, people are like, oh, Romo's awful because he just do a bunch of picks, but at the same time, I mean, he's still winning games. As long as he keeps throwing that ball. As long as he keeps throwing that ball up to Dez, that's all I care about. Yeah, we know. Yes, we do, Nick. All right, who do the Colts play this weekend? The Colts have the Titans. That should be a win for you. Yes, I hope. Hopefully, we can both uh, at least be five hundred. I would hope so. You guys should hopefully be three and one. We will be three and one. I don't think the Saints are that good. Agree yeah, or disagree? Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, do we think the, do we know the Cowboys are that good? Uh, I do. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, we obviously didn't win. If Tony Roman didn't throw those three picks, we could be three and zero right now. I mean, the Niners aren't that great. We almost, you know, we didn't almost, but we had the hints of a comeback. And we're, we've won two games that we probably should have lost, but we did find a way to win it, and that's what great teams do, Nick. They find ways to win football games. Is that what they do, Coach? What's that? Is that what they do, Coach? They find, they find a way to win. Absolutely. You sound like every ESPN analyst right there. Hey, you know what, Nick? You're trying to get this, this podcast suspended, and I'm trying to keep the ball rolling. All right? I got to do what I, what I can, okay? All right. Fair enough. All right, Nick. Well, good talking to you. I better get going before my dogs bust this door down here. Um, next week, we'll talk probably more about ACL because you'll be just about on your way to hop in a car and drive down here. And uh, we'll actually, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm very much looking forward to that Indiana spread coming out in about 10 days from now. Actually, shouldn't be less than that. It should be, uh, I mean, the game will be in, game will be in about 10, 10 days. But, yeah, it should be just a few days from now, so. All right, man. Well, good chatting with you, and uh, I will. Uh, you, you heading home to uh, Bet North tomorrow? Yeah, heading home for the weekend. Got to get my uh, got to get take a Tracy Owen. Got to get ready, uh, ready to go. Absolutely. I don't know if you got an email. I think they're in the mail. Yeah, I saw all that. Cool, man. I'm anxiously awaiting them. Absolutely, absolutely. Cool, dude. All right. Well, good talking to you and safe travels home. Yeah. Have a good rest of the work week. Thanks, Brasif. I'll talk to you later. All right, sounds good. Cheers, bro, Montana. Cheers, Brosev Gerbils. Uh, I'm probably going to edit this out, so let's do this again in three, two, one. <laughs> Three cash, homie. Holy cow! That is the theme song for IMDb Top 4 Working Title. Boop, boop, boop.